And we're back, Stripe Show Podcast, on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. We are in the third leg of the Florida Swing, right over the intercoastal. I'm looking out my window right now. The sun is out. It's warm. It's not raining and the wind blowing yet, but it's coming. We'll talk about the weather here in Ponte Vedra Beach and how that's going to affect the Players' Championship. But just about like a, a driver... Three wood, maybe another three wood. And then if I cut the corner there with the intercoastal, it takes me into the back door. Another three wood, seven iron. You're at the TPC Players Stadium course, a place that uh, that I know very well. I was the director of instruction there for the better part of eight years. I got married on this property. So TPC Sawgrass is uh, near and dear to my heart. This is a fun one for me. I love the players, players championship, whatever they call it these days. Golf course looks great. It's the fifth major of golf. There's 20 million to be won. So we've got to bring in the big hitter who's been on an absolute tear as of late. The Gup, Brandon Guptill. How you doing, man? Doing well. Uh, I think we're getting a little bit of the uh, system that you guys will get in a few days. It, it was nice and warm Saturday and Sunday, and uh, it was like, 32 degrees this morning as I took the kids to school and uh, we're going to get rain and cold and uh, I think it's heading your way. So um, I'm ready for the warm weather to get here and stay here. Well, we've been spoiled on the PGA tour with great weather. I mean, it seems like since we started in Kapalua, the sun has been out, um, you know, a little bit of wind here and there, but no stoppage of play, no rain, no tough conditions. And, well, that's going to change, folks. I mean, the the weather forecast, unfortunately, looks uh, pretty bleak. There's going to be some rain coming in, and there's going to be some wind, too, and particularly on Saturday. We're looking at 30, 40-mile-per-hour winds, gusts in the 50s. And then when they wake up on Sunday, it's going to be in the 30s. (laughs) And the sun is going to be out. Welcome to Northeast Florida, folks. That's kind of how we do it here. We'll get a little stretch of this once in a while but hey these guys knew this when they moved it back to the spring course of players used to be played uh, in the summer and now we're back to the spring that north wind will be there on sunday they'll be playing right into the teeth of it late 17 and 18 that's how they want it to play but you can get a little bit of this wetter here in northeast florida let me ask you Gup, before we get into the course too much do you like the players in the spring or were you a guy that liked it you know later in may um, you know, I, I don't mind it in, in March, obviously, because of the scheduling, it definitely kind of gets the season, you know, you're prior to that, it was always kind of like the masters, the masters, the masters. Um, and as I've grown into the industry, you know, since starting getting really into DFS betting and all that, having that players. And now, I mean, I think, I think it legitimately is the biggest prize, um, mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the tour that, um, it's something nice that. And I actually like it's a two so it's, it's two way for me as I enjoy the PGA being up in May now, um, especially for like so it's at Southern Hills this year, which is right you know not down the road for me or up the road for me that you know <clears throat> some of those courses didn't have it in August because last time I was at Southern Hills I was there in 07. it was like 120 every day and yeah. people were falling over so to be able to get both those where you kind of get you know players in March Masters and then PGA and then the U.S. Open then you know kind of just steps through the season I kind of like the new schedule I do too. I like how it kicks it off. You can certainly sense it too, you know, being in this industry, um, you know, from 
you know, really all things golf with my platform as a teacher by trade, but also the podcast and, you know, into the gambling space. I think it just kind of gets things rolling a little bit earlier and I, I can see it in traffic, um, you know, on my sites that uh, things are up, you know, golf is cruising and I think the players hits at the right time. I like where golf's going. I, I was really happy to see last night live from on golf channel, which I think is the best show in golf. You know, they hit it right square in the head. They were talking with Norm Gambino, um, with the PGA tour about gambling and where it's going. And they're out in front with it and talking about that, addressing the elephant in the room, the Saudi golf league. Like I like the transparency. I like where we're going with this. I like how the PGA tour has embraced the gambling space and they hit it square one there right out of the gate on Monday. So that had to, that had to sit well with you to see someone like, um, you know, Norm up there talking about it. Yeah. I watched it last night. Um, told a bunch of people in my, uh, Slack channel for our, our members, you know, Hey, go check this out if you missed it. Cause it, it means a lot to what we do and, and kind of the whole industry as a whole. And, and definitely liked, I mean, I think with golf and he kind of hit it with saying tennis is similar and, and especially on the integrity part. Cause, um, you know, football, basketball, yeah, you can have guys, maybe get involved in shaving or do something like that, but definitely harder. I mean, if a dude duck hooks one off the tee, we don't know if he just hit a bad shot or if he got money. I mean, there's no, there's no way to know that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very hard to say, well, I don't know. He just, he just shanked one or, you know, we saw Connors last week, you know, you know, skull one over the water and all that, you know, he didn't do it on purpose, but to have that kind of watching in the background and the integrity platforms that are watching, Oh, did a big bet come on Connors to go over 71 today that normally would never see. I mean, that kind of stuff, if people don't realize that's going on across the country, you know, people monitoring this stuff and they're paying a lot of money to have it monitored to keep that integrity stuff. And um, that's why we saw such a harsh punishment for Ridley on NFL, whether you agree with it or disagree with it. And I get what some of the other players have done and got away with. Um, it's kind of relevant in the sense of, uh, it's not really what they did, but the, they, they want to keep the integrity of the sport because it, it matters so much. And they, the one thing I liked hearing them say is they, they understand how much getting people involved in gambling, daily fantasy sports and all that just brings eyeballs to their platform. So they yeah. talked about a percent and a half share. They can get the 5%. That's that many more people that are watching on TV that gives you your revenue, um, you know, for all the stuff that they do. Yeah, that's well said. Uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was well done. And um, tomorrow, coming up on the podcast, we have Tyler Dennis, who is the executive vice president for the PGA Tour. He's the chief of operations, and um, he'll be our guest. And you know, he's got he's willing to talk all things uh, golf. So it's just cool, you know. Like I think there's becoming more transparency in golf. And when I reached out, and I know a lot of people at the PGA Tour, I was expecting like, you know, look, we it's a busy week and we've got the he's going to come on and, you know, wants to talk about, you know, all things golf. There's a lot of great things that are happening. There's there's opportunities, there's threats. Transparency, I think, is is key. And I think it's going to go a long ways. I think it started on Monday uh, on on live from with the discussion of of gambling and uh, we'll keep it going tomorrow with Tyler. Don't miss that because, you know, there's a lot of things to talk about, you know, in the game right now with the PGA tour and the threat, the Saudi golf league, uh, protecting these stars, um, Phil Mickelson and others that, uh, that are out there. The storylines are rich. So we get to the tournament here, the players, TPC Sawgrass, Pete Dye, 7,200 par 72, 46 of the top 50 are here. This is, 
historically the best field in golf. When you look at the official world golf rankings, uh, no Phil, of course, uh, no Kevin Na, who's having his third child, no Bryson, of course, who I exchanged some uh, DMs with last night on some various topics. And um, it sounds like he's getting better um, with his wrist. And as he said, he'll be back soon. So good to hear uh, from that standpoint. Certainly Miss Bryson last week, um, you know, the show that he put on <laughs> a year ago, uh, we were missing him uh, at the API. And when you talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational, before I get to my thoughts at TBC Sawgrass, because I've got a lot to say here about this golf course. I've played it many, many times. I've spent a lot of time there. A lot of time there. Um, did you like what you saw last week? Minus six wins it. You know, these boys come to Florida all of a sudden. It's a different brand of golf. You know, we've been seeing... 19, 20, 23 underwent it, 34 in Hawaii, birdie fest, plenty of it. They come to Florida all of a sudden, courses push back. Strachan wins at 10, minus 10 at Honda. Um, Scheffler wins at five under at Arnold Palmer Invitational. A lot of guys had some things to say about the course setup. Look, I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. Um, You know, I'm okay with the course taking it up to the brink. Is it fair? Is it unfair? Pushing back on these guys. I like to see the grind and the test. Who's going to stand up when they get knocked down a couple times and have to deviate from the game plan because the golf course is a beast. I'm okay with it. How about, what do you say? Well, you know, I said on my pod yesterday that the one thing I can't comment on because I hadn't played at that level or, or even, you know, some of the stuff you've done that, you know, when they talk about not rewarding good golf shots and, and you know, that kind of stuff, that, that's the part I, I don't know if if that's accurate or what that means, specifically Rory. Um, but, I mean, where I live, 20 miles an hour is, is a fairly calm day, 15 to 20 in Oklahoma, Texas, West. I mean, wind for us. And that's why you saw Gooch, Hovland. Shep. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys played at, you know, north about an hour for me at Carson Creek all the time. And, and um, you know, so to the winds and all that kind of stuff, man, we deal with that all the time here. So you're not going to get much sympathy, especially here in the south where it's windy all the time. Um, you know, fair and firm and all that, I, I don't mind at all. Like if someone came to me, I think there was a U.S. Open world back where even the outsiders kind of said, hey, the greens were just baked. And, it, you know, if it gets completely unfair, but like you, I think you said, I, I saw you on Twitter Sunday night, you know, you know, didn't bother, you know, Scheffler got there, Hovland grinded out, Horschel bounce back, Gooch gets knocked in the teeth, comes back, may, you know, yeah. has a chance there with four to go to, you know, he could get to four under and maybe have, you know, maybe get a chance. So, um, you know, Willie Z gets nine over on the front nine, then birdie, birdie, birdie. So, I mean, you know, he's a Texas guy, so I don't mind it at all. Certainly, do you want to see that every single week? Maybe no. not, but I don't mind it. I prefer it well over the birdie fest. I can show you that because the birdie fest just makes it, you know, to me brings a lot more in play. Um, Rom talked about it like it's a putting contest and that it's like, you know, let's just get the putt putt course out and, and do that and not waste our time. Uh, so for a guy that does invest a lot in, into the betting DFS world, I, I don't mind it at all. Yeah, how would you like to be setting the courses up when you got John Rom coming at you, the one number one player in the world, and saying, "Look, the courses are too easy. You know, we need to make it a little more difficult." I like API. That's what he had to say. He he enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and then you got guys like Rory saying, eh, "You know, it's it's not rewarding good shots. It's too penal when you miss it. This and that." And I think Rory was frustrated. And and I, you know, critique Rory yesterday on the podcast. And um, 
and was a little critical on, you know, I think I wasn't surprised with Rory based upon what we've seen from Rory. He, he doesn't like that kind of golf, you know, when it pushes back, he's not going to win the single digit. So, but at the same time, I think just as a whole, looking at it from a professional golf standpoint, week in and week out, a lot of tournaments. Yeah. Once in a while, I think it's a good thing. I, I think it tests a different type of skill, uh, the intangibles when look, I want to, I want to see what you do when you get knocked down to the canvas a couple times. And I think Arnie, his vision of that place, he looks at Bay Hill like an, like a U.S. open type of venue. And I think when he can get it and the course is right, he, he, they, they're carrying out his vision and that's what they've done the last three years. And I expect that it, it, it continues. Um, so the Honda API, you get back to back tough weeks. Uh, and now you come up here and this is a tough golf course. Um, but you know, look, the tour is not going to set it up like the API. I mean, there's going to be a a little softer conditions, especially with the rain coming in. We're going to see a lot more birdies, but bogey avoidance here is huge. There's a lot of water. And when I think of this golf course, uh, Brandon, that I've played many, many times, you know, the, the first thing that when you play a Pete Dye course is the visual intimidation. And there's so many holes that I promise you, even at the highest level, like on, on number five, 14, 17 speaks for itself, 18 speaks for itself, but five and 14 are good examples where you're standing there. You can't see much of the fairway, but all, and all you can see is the trouble, (laughs) you know, it's like, like he'll give you on five, like this little crest of the fairway. Right. And your eyes then kind of go to the left and you're like, okay, you see this big mound over here with heavy rough. And then you see the, the bunker in the water. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, is there anywhere to land it out there? You know, and, and the T's pointing you left, the fairway's going to the right. So you have that kind of weird thing. And then you got the wind to navigate. So it's like this, there's so many times you just stand there and you're like, where am I going? And is there a fairway up there? Um, there's so much little nuance to the golf course. Things that when you play it, until you play it, the difficulty of it, I don't think is fully appreciated. Uh, like number four is a prime example, short par four dog leg, right? You hit iron off the tee. And it's just like, yeah, just it's down there in the fairway. Right. But then they put the pin in the front and there's no place to miss it back. Right. Everything shelves away. Then you get it in the rough and the rough isn't like API. It's gnarly, but it's just enough where they're going to let you play the shot. Right. They want you to play the shot. And now you got to control the spin. And then you take that pin placement into consideration and you miss it and you make a silly bogey. There's very difficult, like seven, eight, nine yard shots around the green. You know, just like little finesse shots. That, eh, no problem. Like he, he makes you think like the way the slope is and the way the ball's settling down. Very difficult, little short gain shots. Um, around the green. And it's like, you know, it's almost like then he, it's like one of those things where he just kind of, he just kind of nicks you, you know, it's like, uh, you feel, oh, that hurt, you know, a little bogey there, silly bogey. And then he nicks you again, you know, and then he throws one at you, make a birdie, and then he nicks you again. And all of a sudden you make double and you're like, how did I get here? You know, how in the world did I just get here? Great par fives, um, tremendous par fives, two, nine, 11 is probably my favorite hole in golf. And then the stadium, 16, 17, 18, as you know, Gup, you can, you know, when you go into 16, you can make Eagle and you can make bogey, right? 17, you can make birdie and you can make double. 
18, you can make birdie and you can make double. And you can even go higher than that on 17 and 18. So there's just so much to think about here. It's just a brilliant golf course. I think it's gotten better in time. I like it um, in the spring. I think with the season now, I think with the weather coming in, I'm probably looking a little more, I'm kind of feeling a little more gut this week. Like what is my gut telling me? And a little less about the statistics. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, I think some of that has to come in. In general, I try to do that because, I, I mean, I watch a lot, especially on the weekends, um, you know, that, you know, one bad shot or, you know, one bad three. I mean, so especially on showdown and stuff, but, you know, in live betting, I, I mean, it's one of the things last week that, that got me. I had Scheffler 100 to one Friday night was watching kind of saying, OK, who can grind through this? Um, there's some gut there. And then, you know, the closest thing I would have, I've never got to play TPC, but um, I have played Oak Tree and Edmond here, which has hosted senior PGA before. And, and a lot of Gooch, Wolf, all those guys are members out there. It's a Pete Dye um, that has some of that similarities that you know guys that can grind i mean you're shane lowry's people like that hatton you know he looked i mean i i didn't he grinds but man after saturday i was like is he even gonna care tomorrow because he just shot i mean when he gets off the rails he can get off the rails but he came back and almost won it um you know and you know stuff like that you know one thing to me that a specific question i have you know with your experience is we're going to assume if not two, probably three days, it gets lift clean place. What does that change for, you know, pure ball strikers? And I know when I get lift clean place at my club, uh, I, I mean, it makes a big difference when you have that comfort of, you know, nice, you, your ball sitting up nicely every time you're hitting it out of the fairway. Now in the rough, you're just, you're dead anyways. But, yeah. you know, from a, whether you're talking DFS or betting, you know, where does that change for you? Does it change anything when you, very rarely do we get to go into it saying, hey, it's pretty much going to be lift clean. Unless this is just way yeah. off weather forecast, it's going to be lift clean place at least two days, if not three. I mean, if I'm a pure ball striker and I'm great around the greens, I don't I don't want that ball in the hand. Hey, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody picking that ball up because I'm already yep. an elite ball striker and or elite around the greens. So I want the ball, especially around the greens, you know, where. You know, it's less of a factor around the green, but like on nine, you know, guys are going to be laying up, you know, a lot of some guys they are short. So you put ball in hand, you can put that thing up a little bit versus maybe it kind of settling in, you know, that's, that there's, that adds up, right. With guys that are not as clean, say around the greens, like we saw Victor struggle again, a little with some just short game shots in the bunker and flub one out of the rough and you know, see, so yeah, I mean, I think it has to have a, a little bit of impact and value um, and neutralize those aspects of the game to some degree. Now, how much? I don't think we we really know. But, yeah, if I'm a Vic and I'm a Colin and I'm a Rom, I don't want anybody picking that golf ball up because I'm right. I'm pure, you know, as far as a ball striker standpoint. Uh, but that's a good point because it is going to happen, it seems like, right? It feels inevitable with the rain. Um, that's coming in. You know, you look at this place, like course history's tough. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like some guys, you know, they can win and then miss the cut the next two years and then eighth. And I mean, it's just crazy, right? The volatility of this place. You look at the winners, it speaks to the same type of narrative. JT's won here. You know who was second? Westwood. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Um, Rory won here in 19. You know who was second? Furick. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, those guys couldn't be any different, right, from the way that they play. Webb won here. 
Jimmy Walker was tied for second. When Si Wu won, Ustazen was second. We got guys like Fred Funk, Tim Clark, KJ Choi. They've won here. And then on the other side, you got Tiger, Rory, Phil, JT. It's like anybody, I think, on this golf course in this tournament, more than any other tournament, can win. And certainly finish in the top 20. It's it's proven out that way. So it's just an amazing test. Sometimes I think, yeah, have some statistics, um, which we certainly do. We always kind of build the model, but it's a tough one. I mean, it, it's it's really a tough one to handicap. Um, so you start looking at some of the things that you factor into building the model. Some of the guts that we have, we get uh, into it here with the field. And, you know, starting with the favorites right now i see as i pull it up here uh jt and rom are actually both at 10 to 1 now and you know jt of course the defending champion uh john rom you know i was talking last week it's just a matter of time before rom comes out and wins by seven where he 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 decides to start making some putts but clearly rom is struggling right now around the greens and on the greens he is one of he is the best ball striker in the game um, from a, a strokes gain ball striking standpoint, but he's one of the worst when it comes to around the greens and the putter. So he's lost that. It's going to come back. The question is when we know he's played well here when Rory won a few years ago, when Rory speaking of is 16 to one Morikawa 16 to one. We finally get to see him, I think on this golf course, which is exciting to me. I've already bet that by the way, Scheffler 20 to one, the hottest player in the world coming in. Cantlay's 20 to one. And then there's Victor at 22. So we look at the favorites. Take me kind of where your lean is at this point. Which one did you say you already bet? I bet Colin. Oh, Colin. Okay. Um, so my second question of the week was, and I talked about it a little bit on a pod. So what I did was I ran kind of a regression model um, year over year and a little bit of a forecast going forward on certain guys that I've seen things on. And one of them is wrong. And my question would be, it's all anecdotal, but, can, can I don't want to say you can blame Ron, but some of these guys that are massively year over year decline and putting, is it, is the, is a green book something we can look at or is it just coincidence, you know, getting rid of no, I think guys it like, is. yeah, I think it is. I, I think there's got to be some validity for certain players on the green book and that there's a learning curve that's taking place. Um, I think with Rom. I think what's interesting with Rom right now, the the three weeks of putting, we're looking at since Phoenix, negative two, three, negative two, six, negative three, nine. He really hasn't putted that well here historically either. I mean, he's had a couple plus ones, you know, maybe plus two, but he's also had a couple negatives too. So I don't, you know, considering how Rom's putting. Right. And his, the way he's putted here in the past, I, I'm going to pass on Rom. I don't think this is the place where it wakes up his short game has been abysmal i don't know what's going on there i mean awful you look at it since really it started late it started in the fall last year he had he played good at the tour championship course he finished second but then from there on you know it's just been you know towards the bottom on the pga tour with the short game you look at these conditions coming in you know you're gonna need your short game i'm a, I'm a hard pass on rom this week as i was last week um and you know look uh, of the two at jt i would certainly bet jt i don't think i'm gonna go with jt here this week although i think jt is starting to bubble up here i think he's um he's getting close and we know it's difficult 
um, to defend. But I think the Greens book, I, I think to answer your question, I think there is something to that. Now, to the degree that it is with each right. player, I don't think we know, but I do think there's some validity to that for sure. You know, I, up here, um, I've made a few bets already, you know, definitely will be lighter, you know, just because of the what we think will happen. Hey, I want to see how it looks at tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Um, see if we can see a clear advantage. If not, then I definitely want a little more bankroll for live betting because I think it could be a week where that that's advantageous again. Right now, if you're looking at 25 or less, um, the person that stands out to me who <laughs> He kind of hurt me here. He he killed me here last year. It was Cantley, but I, but after that he went on a run and uh, he made. He, I don't want to say he made up for it because I had a very nice five of six in DFS in the Millie Maker last year that was missing Cantley. Um, but he's just been playing so good, and I know he's been away. Um, I, I I worry. I mean. I mean, you kind of lead, led the show off with one thing I've looked at is, is splits between 16, 17, and 18 versus 19 and 21, I guess, here. Mm. And his are one of the, I won't say the worst, but they're there. Like, you know, top 25s all there. And then the two springs, he missed cut twice. Now, is that pure coincidence? Is it more anecdotal information? This is a week where I'm trying to gather, like you said, as much information as I can and then, you know, use a little bit of that gut. I, I like him in general. If I was going to go down to this top of the board, he's the one that kind of sticks out to me as a, as a guy that I like this week, even though he's kind of burn me sometimes. I mean, Scheffler can't win three or four, can he? <laughs> Man, a lot of people have said he wouldn't have won two or three. It was kind of why I wasn't really on him to, to begin with. But when you you get some of these guys, and, and it's a perfect setup where you have Hovland, uh, Rory up at the top and this week, whoever it is, if there's big boys up at the top, you're going to get tremendous value on these Friday night, Saturday morning type um, numbers. And in today's world, they talked about last night on the show with live betting and people, you know, there's just good opportunities and there's so many people out there you can get accounts with now and, and look at that. You know, I, I looked at a number this morning and I had one book that had Garcia 40 to one, one book had him a hundred to one. So there's so many differences <laughs> where you can take advantage of that stuff that, um, you, you know, well, it's fun. Dog <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely fun, but, um, you, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past Scheffler in, th- in these conditions. He's going to wind yeah. up right back. You know, he, he can play in it. He showed it already. Yeah. So I'm not going to say no. It's easy sometimes to think like when you have a Scheffler who can hit the high ball, right? He can hit it up in the air, hit those high towering irons. Well, how's he going to do in the wind? Can he play in the wind? Well, I mean, he played at Texas folks. I mean, he, he can, you know, if he, he needs to trap it and lean shaft forward a little bit more. He knows how to do that. And he had a couple really, I thought, nice flighted shots, obviously at the Arnold Palmer over the weekend. Scheffler. I've been saying this all year with Scheffler. This was my question for Scotty, is he an elite iron game player? That's was my question. If he is, we're looking at, we're looking at a hall of famer. We're looking at a superstar because he's dominant off the tee. He's got a, he's really an underrated short game player. Um, He's very good around the greens and he's going to have this good putting week. So it's like, we are looking, if he is elite, like he has been three of the last four weeks with his irons, this dude is going to live on the first page of the leaderboard. He'll live. We're looking at DJ, basically a young DJ type of player who can win 10 to 20 times. Um, And we know he's got the game for major championships. He's got that big boy mentality. So, I mean, you want to talk about two wins, you know, TPC Scottsdale, you're making a lot of birdies. The sun is out and, you know, off you go there. And and he, what he shoot 63 on Saturday, I think 60, 
63-63 on the weekend. That's right. 63. That's right. Excuse me. Yeah. 63-63 <laughs> on the weekend. And okay, so it's a birdie fest, right? He goes low. And then he comes to the API, he has a great round on Saturday, and then he just grinds you. You know, he's gonna he'll get on the ground and, and wrestle with you too. And all right, you know, you win and, that one, but I'm not going anywhere. You know, take a shot. I'll make boy, and he's back, and he's back, and he grinds, and he wins that five under. That was impressive. And, and oh, by the way, in the middle, he had a, a horrible performance, getting seventh place at the Riv. At the Riv. So, so I mean, I can't, I can't say no there. Uh, I think it, for me, like you said, the iron play, but it was also Kenny close. Like once you get, yeah. you know, Finau type deal, he he was mm-hmm. so close last year. Willie Z's in that category, just couldn't close one, just couldn't close one, and then Scheffler finally closes one, and then you know, seventh and a first. Is he on a run now? Who knows? We've seen DJ, you know, back. 2017, 60, you know, we've seen him get hot like no other. Just good comparison type deal where I'm not going to put it, especially if you're looking at, I know, I know we're not much on DFS here, but the, the price there, I mean, I I'll, I don't mind going back to him, even if he top tens type of deal, but he's another guy. What if he gets a little slow and you can get a 50, 60 number, 80 number on on Friday night? I mean, he's one that'll be on my little, you know, checkbox list to keep an eye on if I don't bet him pre-tournament. Yeah. So it sounds like Cantley is kind of your lean up top. Up top, yeah, he'd be, he'd be my bet if I went up there okay. for sure. Yep. Yeah, and I'm kind of leaning Morikawa. Um, as we get down now, well, I've already bet Morikawa. As we get down towards um, into now the mid twenties, there, there's Matsuyama, twenty five under. There's Xander or twenty five to one. Excuse me, Xander twenty five to one. Berger thirty. Cameron Smith thirty. Adam Scott, 30. Wow. DJ, 35 to one. I think it's been 13 months now since his win, last win. There's Kepka, 35 to one. I think I saw Kepka open at 50. Mm-hmm. Garcia, 40. He's won here, loves his place. Fitzpatrick and Will Zalatoris at 50. All right. Open slate there, mid range. What do you think? Yeah, probably my, I mean, you take Tiger out of the equation, probably the two guys I've been on the most and and, uh, one forever. And then one since he started, you know, on the tour is DJ and Willie Z. And and I'm probably not getting off those streets. You give me, I got him at 40. I released him to to my members yesterday morning at 40. I'd still, hell, I'd take it all the way down to 30. I, I, I just, a, he like you know, you listen to his pressers in the past. Um, you know, he's he's growing where he really likes his course. You look at the results, a 12th, a 17th, a 5th. Last year, not as good, but um, last year kind of played havoc to a lot of, of, of the top guys. And a lot of them missed cut. Rory missed the cut. Cantley missed the cut, like I said. Um, the form's the thing that probably puts that number where it's at. Because outside of that, you, you know, if he gets hot or gets on with them irons and it does turn in. And another thing I like about him where you said like Rory, Rory doesn't like to win unless it's 12 under. DJ's one, U.S. Open's at one under, two under. Like he can grind it out and be there. Uh, definitely game's been off. And then Willie Z, I mean, it really just comes down to we know it. I mean, it's just short game is not horrible, um, right. but the putting and specifically the putting inside five to six feet is just lag putting has been great. And he hits yeah. some bombs. Um, he's kind of got the yips inside that five, six footer and it's nerve wracking. And I'm a big Willie Z. I mean, he made me plenty of money last year, no doubt, especially at the masters getting that second place finish. But um, I, you know, I'm staying on him. I like the kid. He's a pure. He's talking about a guy that don't want anybody putting their ball in their hand. He's one of them because he's one of the best ball strikers <laughs> out there. So um, we get in that kind of. And I like how he fought back. He shot nine over or something yeah. Sunday and he comes back and makes the turn and could have just 
said I'm done and goes birdie 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 you know to, you know and says I'm still here you know I'm not going to win this thing but I'm still competing and I like to see that out of certain guys mm-hmm. there's a couple more that I know you're big on that way down the board uh young guys that kind of I like that spark too but I definitely like those two in this range I, I get the Brooks number and I, I kind of I miss. I didn't miss it. I just uh, sometimes when I see everybody getting on it, I'm always like, man, I normally don't turn out too well. Yeah, um, definitely more of a DraftKings play for me, and I, I don't hate the number either because I think he can show up here. Not not really done tremendous here. It's had some good decent finishes, but I don't know. I just I'm just you know I, I'm a DJ guy. He's my favorite golfer. You know, outside of Tiger, and I, I hope he turns it around and makes a run, especially going towards the Masters. Yeah, how committed is he, right? I mean, that's where that's where it comes down to with DJ. Is he is he focused? If he is, then well, he'll he'll be there. I mean, he's just that he's that special talent. Um, you know, look, I've got a, I'm, I've got three straight here top twenties with Fitzpatrick, so I'm going, I'm going again. <laughs> like we got money in the well here. So Fitzy's been good to me, um, has been long term. I've He's one player that I've kind of been on correctly, and I'll go with him again. Plus one seventy-five, top twenty. You know, sixth at Pebble, tenth at Phoenix, ninth at Arnold Palmer. That's three straight top tens, folks. Um, for for Matthew Fitzpatrick, maybe the chips fall this week for him. You know, maybe the chips fall, and it's that kind of week where he, you know, he just lives in the fairway and kind of hangs around, and who knows. Right, he he clipped and, this and thing did up. it last week with the fewest birdies of anybody on the deal. I mean, just grinded, just grinded. Yeah, had less birdies than anybody and finished. What did you say, ninth or? I mean, yeah, he's right there. Yeah, that's what I'm less, looking for here. Yeah, especially this week, if it turns out to be that way. I, I mean, I'm not a for some reason I can't ever get behind him, but I certainly, I mean, 7,700. I'm gonna look at him there, but top 20 there's I think so. Yeah, he's gonna grind with anybody this week. There's no doubt yeah, about yeah. that. There's there's no question. Um, yeah, I'm in. I, I'm, I'm going ninth I'm going here last year, also. So I, you know, I like that. Yeah, I can't get behind Sergio. Kepka is just like in my head right now. I, 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 I you know, I, I didn't get on him at fifty. So now, I'm like, I if I'm gonna play him, I'm not gonna do it now. I'm gonna wait. Um, I don't know. Like, I he's. It feels like there's some good, really good. I think he's overstating it. I listened to him in the press conference. I don't want to feel like I'm being sold on something. Like, yeah, I'm playing great. And then I'm looking, like, okay, well, great's the word, but okay. I'm mean, <laughs> like, there's some things happening, right? So I may come back to that. Um, yeah, I, I'd love to see DJ just run up the board here. You know, look, recent form coming in, I think has some value here. I want guys playing well. Um, I want guys hitting the center of the club face. Adam Scott checks that mark for me. You know, he's, yep. he's a guy that I think you have to, you have to look at. I don't think I'm going to play him to win, but I think, look, you get the right number top 20 or whatnot. I, I think you got to look at Adam Scott. The question to me is this, is this Adam Scott's last tournament on the PGA tour? You know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised now. Let's not be naive. I, I wouldn't be surprised that there's a few guys that, move on to the Saudi league after this. I wouldn't be surprised. Like it's, they're going to, they're going to get, they're going to get to the finish line with 20 guys. And Adam Scott's already talked about that. That's appealing to him in that schedule. Uh, Cameron Smith. I'm probably going to pass. I love Cameron Smith as a grind, but I don't know if I like him on this course with tight fairways um, and having to play from the fairway more. Burger's interesting to me. I just can't get on the right side with him. I'm kind of checked out on Shoffley a little bit. Shoffley doesn't 
strike me as the grinder, um, you know, and the guy that I'm going to play at 25 to one. And Matsuyama, when you look at it, here's the perfect, here's the perfect course history. You ready for this? Matsuyama last year, missed the cut. 19 T8 <laughs> 2018 missed the cut 2017 T22 2016 T7 I mean there you go I mean that's your right welcome to TPC well, and and also you know not noted there uh, only reason I remember this cuz I had a first round leader ticket that they wound up cashing was 8 or 9 under 2020 when they called it um, after the first round for COVID was leading. So won't see that in models. Won't see that everywhere. Matsu's definitely a, I, I love Matsu, uh, had him to win the masters last year, I think 40 to one. Um, he's a guy that I can, uh, get to, um, you know, still hadn't completed that full card yet, especially in this range, but definitely think, I think he's playing as good as golf as he has at mm-hmm. any point in time and definitely think the putter, albeit not, he's never going to be elite, isn't horrible. And I like, again, I like watching guys and seeing could have gave two, you know what, Sunday and went out there and finished off and, and grind and went in the clubhouse with the best round until I think Herbert got in with four under. So I like seeing a guy that tough conditions, finished strong Sunday, comes back out here, is going to have that again. And, um, you know, ball strike and we know it's there and, you know, can yep. he make a few putts? I'm with you, man. I'm 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 gonna play Hideki. Um I, I, I like that a lot. I think Hideki, I'm with you. Um you know, there there's some there's some things happening here with this putter too. You know, since the first of the year. Some really yeah. good stuff. You know, of course when he went Sony, he went positive seven point three. God, I'd love to say <laughs> that this week. If he does that, it'll win. Easy. Probably win by five. Um but he's positive three and a half in Phoenix. Wow. Plus one at Genesis. Lost one last week at Arnold, but and finished twentieth. I'm I'm right there. I like Hideki this week as well. So you know, put a check mark for Morikawa and Hideki for me uh, up top there. All right, let's keep moving down the board. We'll get to some of my favorite golfers here momentarily. Spieth, fifty to one. So so here you go. Let's put it. Let me let, let me let me propose this question to you. These are three. Juicy ones at 50. Sung Jay, uh, Jordan, and Joaquin Neiman. Wow. Let's think about those three, right? I mean, Neiman. Neiman's interesting, isn't he, here? I mean, this is, he's someone hit the center of the face, keep it in front of you. Is he a grinder? I like Neiman. I mean, I, he, um, uh, very close to, uh, to my heart on many, many reasons, um, was in my first hundred thousand dollar lineup cash, uh, at DraftKings. met him at, at the, uh, when he was an amateur at the masters, it was the only masters I've been to. He was playing with Sergio, um, in 2018 and was watching. I didn't even know who he was at that time. I, was like, I mean, just pure ball striker. You're like, who is this kid? And, and um, he's maintained that. What I like about him. And I kind of said it yesterday on the pod, he's got that low ball flight. You know, oh, yeah. off the tee. Oh, and yeah. so, like a Woodland type. Woodland does it when he needs to, but Neiman's got as low apex, uh, not only as out there, but, um, you know, he can keep it low in the wind. The grinder part, that's probably something, I, you know, I can't quantify yet. For me, it'd be Neiman or M. I, I speed just doesn't seem to yeah. do well here and and hasn't forever. Um, betting wise, I couldn't get to speed. No. I like Sungjae just in general. Um, you know, 17th there last year, last week, grinded out again. He was one that stayed in it, stayed in it top 20. Um, if I had to make a bet, 
I, I would have Neiman right now just because, you know, I think he can keep it low. He can keep it in play. And I, I do think he can grind it out. Now, he's always had his struggles putting at times, too. But, um, you know, he played here last year for the first time ever, got a 29th. I don't hate that. So if I had to go out of those three, it'd probably be Neiman. See, I bet M plus two. I, I bet M top 20. Yeah, I like uh, that. I'm going to stay away from Neiman. And definitely going to stay away from Spieth. I mean, T48 cut, T41 cut, cut. Last five years. Yeah. Um, wow. I like that. I, I, those three names, 50 to one. All right, let's keep going here. Going a little longer today, folks. Like, this is the Players' Championship. Stay with us. This is fun. And M's a, M's a top eight, I think, in the field in bogey avoidance, which I think is big this week. Yeah. And so I, I do like that. I like that a lot, that top 20 bit. All right, here's here's two names I love, Lowry and Burns. <laughs> so I was on Burns last week, top 20, paid off. I was projecting last week. I was like, look, you got to look ahead. Like, it's going to it's gonna turn around, and it did. You know what Burns needed to do? He needed to get back to the East Coast. That's what needed to happen. And he got back to the East Coast. Now we're back on Bermuda, where he's comfortable, went to LSU. Now we come up here. Man, I love Burns this week. I'm going to bet him to win. Um, at 55 to one. Let's go. Next step, Tammy. Next step. Let's do this. 55. Yeah, he, you know, horrible first out here. First time I ever playing was last year and just didn't do well. I'm not putting a lot into that because, like you said, people can miscut and win this thing. Uh, it should set up well for him, right, when you look at everything else. Uh, when you start talking about a mutter and, and grinding, I mean, I think Lowry certainly fits Got all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, I, it'd be a coin flip for me on those two. I think they're both right there in play. Yeah. Allow, you got to bet Lowry. I, I've, I've put him in the top 20. Um, you know, I mean, the, the short look, the short game is concerning t- to me a little bit with Burns. There's no question. I think he is, um, you know, it's like, it, it's interesting with the short game stuff because let me pull up Sam here real quick. You know, you look at like um, you look at Victor, for example, who has changed his technique considerably. And I think if you watched, if you watched Victor with no pressure on hitting shots, you like that guy has no issue with his short game, and then a little bit of pressure and things, you know, a little deceleration rate through the impact zone. Like you can see, it, like out of the bunker, he hits further behind it than he needs to, and there's just little things. There's a little protect in it. He's not fully confident with it. With Burns, it's not technique. It's just, I think, like committing to the shot that needs to be hit. And, you know, he knows, and rather than hitting maybe the safety shot. I don't know if I'm articulating that very well, but I don't think it's more technique. It's just more, just hit the shot. You know how to hit it, hit it. You know, with Victor, it's more technique based. And then he's trying to transfer that to the course. So I look at Burns. I've seen an improvement in his short game this year. He has tracked much better around the green. Um, I think Burns took a nice step back to where he usually is with his iron game. He's tradition. He's historically a nice driver of the ball and he can get hot with the putter folks. He can get hot with the putter. He had a good putting week last week. Loves Bermuda. Sam Burns, your 2022 player stand. <laughs> Okay. I can see it. I mean, okay. speaking of Bermuda, how much difference is March to May? I know they have some overseed on the greens now. You know, when you're thinking about Bermuda, the first thing I think about is grain. Do you still see the grain or is it more like smooth right now? Like a, like I a think bent it's just or, smoother. Yeah, I think it's smoother. 
smoother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say with the heat, you know, man, it's, it's, that's an interesting question. You know, the strain of Bermuda now, I remember when I very first went to TPC Sawgrass and I can remember like the Valley course. It was the, it was, I've never seen Bermuda like that in my life. It was so grainy on the greens and gnarly. And then right. like the grass improved and the different strains. And now it's like, it doesn't, you know, there is a little grain. Morikawa talked about it in his press conference this morning. He's, he said he wasn't a county, he's not a lot, but his caddy was like, we got to play just a little bit of grain. And it made all the difference in making putts. So it's still a factor. Yeah. And it's a factor in the spring. I would think with the overseed though, it's got to be a little less. Yeah. Right? It's got to be a little less, but smooth. The course is green. I mean, I don't remember her, like in, in years past, you would look at TBT Sawgrass and you would see all the, you know, dark green, light green, the way the, the grain was going now with the, it's, it looks just flush and that's what you get with that overseed. So I just think it's, it's just truer now. I think it just, everything plays a little bit cleaner that way with, with less strain um, from the grain. So yeah, Burns Henley 55 to one. I wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be surprised to see him ball strike his way to another top 20 Horschel's playing good. Mm-hmm. You know, he's sleeping in his own bed. I, I'm, you know, I think Billy knows he has got to play better in bigger tournaments. I wouldn't be surprised to see Billy play well this week. Louis at 55 Gooch is at 65. I've already bet Gooch in a top 20. Like Gooch. Um, you know, he, he, he likes to grind. See Woo's one here at 65. Don't forget about Abraham answer at 65 Hatton 65. And I'll just kind of continue down here. Casey Connors and there's Woodland Woodland at 80 starting. You know, I think he's made some changes um, with his swing and, and he certainly looked like, the old Gary Woodland as a U.S. open broke out. All of a sudden there's Woodland, right? He likes right. it. <laughs> and if the dude gets it out of the bunker on 17, he might win. Oh yeah. Talk about decelerating. Wow. Yeah. You don't see a tour player do that very often. Oh, that's, no. that's straight nerves right there. That's that just me. <laughs> that's straight nerves is what that is. All right. So now we're getting into the sixties and the eighties. Take me somewhere. Yeah. You know, this, this range is, um, I don't know if you mentioned him yet. He's another guy that we, I don't know how long he's going to be playing on the tour. But, you know, I had a 80 on, on Coke Rack, a guy that looked dead for a little bit, came back, grinded, had one of the better weekends, Saturday and Sunday, gets a 26th finish. Um, he's one that his stats continuously have improved here over the last five times. Started out with two missed cuts, then two top 40s and a ninth last year. Um, can strike it well and he can putt it well, you know. And so 19th in, in my putting model for this week, I – at that number, I like it. Um, you know, there's a little concern with, you know, like you said, you know, he's one that's on the top name up there. It's been talked about and he's came out and admitted that he's going to go if, if it's the right, you know, if everything puts together, but I, I do like him. Uh, and then you said, you know, Gooch is a guy that, that I, I will bet, um, you know, he, he plays out of my club a few times. Uh, he plays out, like I said, he plays Oak tree. That's where his home course is, which is a Pete die course in Oklahoma win. He's there with Matt Wolf and all those guys. Uh, I'll play Gooch as, you know, 66 all day long. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in on Gooch too. 
I think Gooch, a course where you don't have to. He struggles off the tee at times with his driver. He, yeah. he, he fights it. Um, and if he can pull that, he, he's butter with that three wood. And so the courses where he doesn't feel like he has to pound it, I agree. I think to, is to his advantage. Right, right now, I think he'll get better on it. But, um, you know, and then he makes a couple of putts and he, he, you know, he can be there. He can hit three wood on one, probably slinging around the corner on two. Won't need drive. He might need, you know, he may hit his driver on two. He probably gonna need his driver on five. Um, you don't need it on nine. He can sling his three wood down there. Eleven. He'll probably let his driver out there. He has three wood on twelve. Probably his three wood on eh, fourteen. Leave, leave himself back. You know, it's like there's two or three, three driver holes where he's probably gonna have to hit that, but. There's there's and a lot kind of sneaky good around the greens. Anybody that you know, uh, you know, Hovland kind of surprises me outside of that. But you know, when you're playing in a wind a lot, you know, especially like Oklahoma, Texas, like you miss a lot of greens. Not even on, I mean, just because you know, and so you got to be able to chip and get up and down. And he can do that. I mean, he just yeah. sometimes he just gets off for like a hole or two, and it's like, man, that 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 three run stretch <laughs> did just cost him the tournament. And so, but he he got the win last year. That I think gives him that confidence that you know he can do. I like to see that he's already got one and. And I think he could be right there on Sunday again. Stroke saying total last 50 rounds. He's ninth in the field. That's pretty, that's pretty strong. Pretty strong. Um, and he really checks out in every category where he falls a little bit to the middle of the field is off the tee to your yeah. point. So his putting. Okay. But I look, I don't think this, this, I don't think this is going to be a birdie fest this week. No. So especially with the weather and, you know, I just Taylor Gooch to me seems like a grinder. You know, he he just seems like, all right, let's go. I think he was probably a little disappointed on Sunday, I'm sure. Kind of shot himself out of contention early. But uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. That three wood off the tee is cool stuff. Gets yeah. about five feet off the ground. Um I think he'll use it a lot this week. Oh, though, especially too. on the weekend. If he gets the, you know, gets there, then then he's right there in contention. You know, I think Hatton's, you got to look at Hatton. I just can't get there with Casey. I just, you know, I don't know. Paul Casey very well could be going to the Saudi league, you know, at this point. Is that weighing on him? Connor showed some good stuff. Connor's plays Bay Hill very well. Um, he just scares the daylights out of me here, probably with the putter some. Um, God, Woodland's interesting. You know, Woodland's, Woodland's interesting here. You know, he, he's got to feel really good about what happened last week. It's been a while since we've seen that version of Gary Woodland. Right. Um, Homa missed cut here last year. He's 80 leash probably pass. God Webb, all the way down to 80. It's hard to bet. You just don't know where Webb's at, right? Is he healthy? It's just there's played in three months. Yeah. <laughs> Sony was his last tournament and no word on why. So that, that, that kind of makes you nervous. Can you play Finau here? I could I could dribble in the DFS world. I don't think I can bet him just just because of his you know like we talked about the closing factor. He hadn't you know maybe a top twenty. I could I could look at that because he you know majors and stuff. He was always top five Tony for for a while. So I, I could I could look at that type of deal. Decent number on him. That doesn't have the best track record here though. Um, best finishes a twenty second with three missed cuts. So not not on top of my. I'd, I'd rather take the other. I'd take Woodland over that all day. Yeah, I would too. Well, there's Kokrak to your point at 90 to one. I mean, so yeah. And Fleetwood sits in the middle at 80. Um, and then Jason Day at 90, who just lost his mother, who's played very well here. And 
I like where Jason Day's going. I, I, you know, heavy heart coming in. How focused is he going to be? You know, those are legitimate question marks. Or can go the other way and play inspired golf. I, I tend to probably go the latter. Um, I, I think I'll play Day at, in, in, a, in the top twenty. I think, I think Jason Day's feeling good about his game. I really do. I think he's. Um, I, 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 I like. I think I like Day in a top 20. I'll come back to that. I I'll come back to that. I, I might be talking myself into that a little bit. So I'm going to table that one, but I'll go back up to Fleetwood. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that knows how to get it around here. He's done it. You know, a couple top tens there, 19 and 18. He knows how to play this golf course and Fleetwood has been showing good form. So maybe Fleetwood is the play instead of day Kirk you want good form coming in that dude's playing some serious golf he's a hundred to one to win you want a great short game player probably be hard pressed to find one better than alex norin hundred to one justin rose probably shooting a commercial right now hundred to one <laughs> then it goes all the way to 130 wow seamus ian love cameron young there we go now you're talking you play Cameron here? Oh, heck yeah. That's my boy. That dude's made me – yeah, I'm all over him. I, I'm not getting off that dude. I mean, he's so young, and no pun intended, but a second, a 16th, and a 13th at the Genesis Honda and API? Why in the world? There's no way I'm getting off him. I'll have him outright. I'll have him top 20. I'll have him in DraftKings. I mean, I have him in a matchup. We'll get to that in a second. I – he showed me everything. I mean, he's going to make bogeys, but he fights back. He'll birdie. He'll be there again Sunday. He's right there again. You know, had one of the better rounds on Sunday in, in the bad conditions. I have no problem playing him and, and one of my favorite plays on the entire board. You like these Wake Forest kids? Man, I do. And they were teammates or roommates. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron Young, baby. Yeah, he's I like probably my too. second best value. There's one more you haven't got to yet, and I know he's one of your favorites on tour right now, so I, I, I'm sure we're going to be in line there. But I definitely like Young at that price. And the top 20, I think I found him at 5-1 to one at one place. Um, definitely like that as well. You saw you got him at plus 500, top 20? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 130 to 1. I'm on. I'm in it. Cameron yeah, I've already bet that. Yep. I released that so your people can have that too. That was on an official card for me. Easy bet for me. Easy Love bet. It. Love it. All right. So we're okay. We're, we're, we're starting to cruise down here. Tringali struggling. Yes. McNeely now, West Coast kid coming over to the East Coast. I mean, Keegan Bradley, top 20 again. I absolutely <laughs> was so pissed at myself last week. Because last I, I was I I had it like you know top we talked about it on the show and then I didn't bet it. <clears throat> Ball strike his he's, way to another I, one. He's more of a grinder than I think the perception of him is. Yeah, just because he always you know you know he he, he he full Keegan you know he'll he'll be first round leader and miss the cut type of deal. But he definitely go back to you know a cut maker. He's made his last five straight here with with great finishes a yeah. seventh, sixteenth, twenty ninth. That he's way underpriced in the DFS world sixty nine hundred on DraftKings. That's 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 way too low. But um and in the betting world really you can get a nice top twenty number. Um, he's on my short list as well. I, I not a guy I normally put there, but I'm like man I can't really deny anything you know and and i like he's another guy that put that if we're projecting a eight nine ten under type of win mm-hmm. guys like matsu luke list bradley these guys that i don't have to worry about them getting up to 17 18 under it's a whole mm-hmm. different ball game when you're right. projecting nine or ten under to win it 
That's right. It's the same exact rationale that I was using with him last week. Right. And then I didn't bet. I'm betting it this week. Keegan Bradley. Yeah, but they're top 20 what it is right now. I just. I just had it, actually. It just, uh, just jumped off my screen. Um, I think I think you got it. Yeah, I think you got to go Bradley again. I mean, gosh, the wind's going to be blowing. It's raining. I need someone. I need someone to get. Hey, give me that. No, give me that. Uh, oh, there it is. That yeah, driver uh, real quick. And just bust it right down the middle again. Yeah, and I, I don't want to say his putting's good, but he's, I got him at plus four hundred. You know, which is solid okay. for him. Yep. Couple good plays right there. Some, if you want some odds there, Cameron Young and Cam and and Keegan Bradley, some top twenties. I like that. I'll play Cameron Young to win too. I'll I'll, I'll keep riding it. I, I love Cameron Young. I've loved. I've been talking. He was on the podcast last year. He was on the Corn Ferry Tour. I loved well, his game really, then. I need to go. I need to search that just to listen. To yeah, it. go back and listen to it. I had it was him, and, and, and then I had his dad on. Um, he was his coach, and he's a he's the head professional up at Sleepy Hollow. Oh, okay, and it was awesome. Yeah, he won back to back. Was going for three straight on the Corn Ferry Tour. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on Cameron Young. All right, so keep uh, there's Hoagie. I'm getting much respect. 150 to one. You know, Vegas will hit it, 150. Munoz, Harmon, Hughes, Westwood. What a difference a year makes. Of course, Westwood last year was second at API and then finished second at the players. Had the lead. Yep. And then JT just did what JT does is catch fire with the putter. Um, And Bryson was third, I believe. And Bryson was third. Yeah, he made a run also. Lanto's been showing some signs, plus 150. It's a home game for him. Keith Mitchell, I don't know what. I I was in left field with him last week. Peters made the cut last week. Varner could be his last PGA Tour event. I'm just, I don't know this, folks. I'm just saying based off of the SGL and look, that they're going to get this to the finish line. They're going to sign 20 players. Who are the guys that you think might go? So clearly speculation at this point. Yep. Russell, 180, home game. Love Russell Knox, by the way. He's nicest dude in the world. He knows his course, plays it all the time. EVR. Have I got to it? I mean, look at Mito. You know Mito's going to get some there play because he is. can strike it. There yep. it is. I've been waiting for you to get there. Okay, there, there he is, Mito. Yeah. I, okay. So you're going to play Mito. Heck yeah. Okay. <laughs> 200 to one on one book, 180 to one, either one. Uh, you can get great top 20s. You can get great top 40s. But, I mean, the dude is just, I mean, when you're talking about a grinder, and, I mean, Honda, he gets 30th. Genesis, 15th. He's third in bogey avoidance in this field. 12th in good drives off the tee. I mean, mm. and he never never really, you know, he's 20th in the putting. I mean, everything not, like, excellent in anything. The bogey avoidance is great to me. And you go back and look. I mean, I've seen some of his cards. Obviously, I pay attention to him, play him a lot in, in DFS. But, um you know, it's like 16 pars, a birdie and a bogey. And most weeks that's maybe not be great, but like this type of, you think Fitzpatrick type, like it, I, I just like him in general. I, I know you've, I think you may have been on your pot or not, but I know you liked him early. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, he had a little downswing and people kind of got off of him. Like, I, I'll ride that all day long back this week. You know, even if you don't want to go 200 to one or 180 to one, sprinkle some peanuts on it or whatever, you know, top 20, top 40 is, is a great play there for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely go with that. I mean, you can convince me of Mito anywhere. <laughs> yeah. 
he's got firepower, right? He's got firepower, but he's got that ball striking, you know, and that's, right. that, that's what you need. We're not going to be getting into the high teens here from a, a birdie fest standpoint, but yeah, I could certainly, I certainly think he's going to make the cut and see if he can get into the top 20. I'm just going all the way down. How far could I go down? Aaron Wise played good. He grinded last week. You know, Aaron Wise is, you know, again, you start talking about that type of golf that's, all right, we don't need to make a bunch of putts. Let's just keep it in the fairway. Let's hit greens. Let's grind. Let's shoot 70. Now we're two under. Okay, now we're four. Now we're six. You know, like Aaron Wise fits that mold because he's not going to. Yeah, there was only two like deep that I just kind of earmarked with, and they're both play in Texas a lot and, and can grind. Um, and it was one's been on a good streak as Bo Hostler obviously played at Texas. And then, and then Palmer's kind of been my under the radar, you, you know, hadn't heard much from him lately. He's got three top 23 or better finishes here. Um, if wins picks up, I know, I mean, he can play in the wind with, with anybody. And so again, a guy I like that when it doesn't have to get to 17 under and Hostler, it's, it's weird as it, watching him. It's like a train wreck. Like he looks so uncomfortable off the tee at times, Yeah, but man, he get he makes it from everywhere. He gets up and down. He, he kind of, you know, finishes a top 20. Um, he was my sleeper of the week last week and he was up there for a while and, and still finished fine a 16th at honda so those two tournaments where it's tough he's he's hung in there and so i mean i've seen him as high as 250 to one i, I don't know if i go mm-hmm. out right there but you, you know a top 40 you can probably still get plus two or 300 on something like that which is good good money he's been a, he's had a good week i had i had his coach on um about a month ago because i was seeing you were starting to see the trend with bo it was starting to he was starting to go and so i had him on i've known him for a long time dana dahlquist and and sure enough like he's He's continued to play well. He he is a great putter, yep. great putter. Got good hands. Um, he's got good golf swing. He just statistically it doesn't match up to what you're no, looking at sometimes. Not at all. There's no models popping with him. I mean, he you got to scratch to find it. But that's more yep. of that gut feel that you talked about at the beginning. Yep. Like he's just a gut feel. Like I think he could be there this weekend again. I think people forget how Harold he was coming out of you know high school college. Like I mean. Uh, he was everywhere. I mean, they, they thought he was going to be the next big thing. And obviously it's taking him a little bit of time, but you know, his career's not over yet. Patrick Reed is 250 <laughs> to one folks. That's uh wow. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> yeah. I don't, and I don't even know if I can get there. <laughs> like, I, no. you know, on principle, you're like, yeah, I, mean, I like to see his number at Augusta. Cause he just plays it so well. I don't think they'll give something that crazy, but no. Outside of that, like I just I can't until I see the complete game come together. He's he had some peaks last or last week, some flashes, but the bad was bad. All right, so you know I've got I can you know I'm, I'm I've got Morikawa, I've got Hideki, I've got Gooch, Burns, Young. Those are those are my those are my guys that I'm leaning on to win. You know the top twenties going with Fitzy again. I'll probably play Burns. Definitely playing Lowry, M, Bradley. And, you know, there, there, there's some more to look at, but those are it's kind of where my head's at right now. What am I missing there? Any... No, I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I think that's all. I'm gonna have DJ. Um, you got that, DJ. Yep. Yeah, DJ. Uh, you like? Yeah, 
Yeah, I like Cam. If I go up high, he'll be the one I put a bet on. Um, seeing 20, 25, somewhere in there, kind of bouncing around. Uh, and then Willie Z, I'm not going to get off that. Definitely going to have Cam. I'm going to have the Cam Young and um, Cam Young outright and the top 20. Mito may be the outright, but I'll have the top 20 for sure. Okay. Um, you know, and then then a few matchups that I that I earmarked uh, as well for the tournament matchups. Again, this kind of volatility, I don't go as big because there's so much crazy, and I want to have some some bullets for the for the weekend, just like last weekend, and it worked out in our favor. Yeah, I think you make a good point. I think you've got to have some money going into the weekend because the forecast is crazy for Saturday. You're going to see movement, so I think you got to have some bankroll late Friday night to take a look. I think that's really good advice. It's awesome, man. Gosh, you get, there's just, I'll tell you, TPC soccer has makes you think it makes uh, you think. And I'm, you know, it's the best coverage, you know, with everything they've done for this. I'm, I'm you know, I'm hoping we don't get a lot. I don't care about the rain and wind. I just hope that, like you said, the electricity kind of stays away and it, you know, if they got played through the rain, so be it. But um, you know, I don't, I don't want a whole bunch of delays cause that really, you know, that, that, that makes it even worse. You start and go, start and go. Um, so I hope we just get to keep watching and it kind of maybe passes south or north more than they think. Um, and to your point, the live betting is important, but you know, one thing we talk about on E9, so it's our private chat on Wednesday nights, me and Kenny Kim, which Kenny's been on your show plenty of times, Mm -hmm. is, hey, let's get that latest forecast. And and I'm holding back up top because there may be a clear, hey, PMAM is the way, and I'll go look. All right, who's my top? Is it Matsu? Is it Cantley? You know, who's in that wave that Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about betting? I hadn't pulled the trigger yet. I'm going to go ahead and bet him pre-tournament because he's got the best draw up there, especially the elite type type guys where where you're splitting hairs between those anyways. If I can get a clear draw, I kind of wait on that. If not, just wait till, you know, Friday night, Saturday and and get some live stuff going. So a a lot of action this weekend, which I think will be fun. Thursday, 77, uh, winds 10 to 15, chance of rain 80%. Friday, 71, winds 5 to 10, chance of rain 90%. Saturday, um, so the temperature starts to fall, chance of rain 90%, winds 25 miles an hour. Sunday, 55. Winds northeast 10 to 15. My goodness, that's going to be cold. I mean, that's like, that's two, three layers right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 30 degrees difference with the wind switching. It's going to feel like winter. Especially how warm it's been lately. Those, those Your body adjustment is, wow. you know, crazy uh, to that kind of stuff. Rory might want to avoid the press conference. <laughs> anyway. All right. Good stuff, Gup. You're the man. Um Really appreciate your time. Keep killing it, man. You guys are uh, you guys are crushing it over there, and um, we'll uh, we'll tease it in the caption too on get get people going your way for your full book because you you guys do a ton of stuff, not just in golf, but also yeah. other UFC, sports. UFC, NASCAR, well. NFL, college football. We got got a good team. I, I like the guys. It's a great community. Our Slack is is awesome to be a part of. Um, can you stripe the code? You get 30% off. Includes first week free. So if you want to check out us free this week and then bounce, you never get charged. So you don't have to worry about it. But good week to do it because you got a ton of stuff going on between NASCAR, UFC, and then, of course, the main event, this this TPC will be a fun week all, all week long. What's that website? Uh, gupscorner.com gupscorner.com at gupscorner on twitter got all the stuff there you can check out as well all right buddy good luck this week you too i appreciate it appreciate your time man